Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This is going to be another episode of... The Tybee Island Police Blotter. And this week is going to cover from June 26th through July 9th, 2023. So without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to our resident criminal specialist who will be happy to advise you in the ways of these people who are, you guessed it, emitting odors. Yeah, and you know this is going to include um, July 4th. There so that should be a good one. Plenty of odors to go around is what I'm uh, <laughs> I'm imagining. expecting great things. Great things. Not so great. On Monday, June 26, 2023, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Butler Avenue when he checked a vehicle speed at 46 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. As the officer attempted to stop the vehicle, it made an improper right turn into a parking lot of a motel, striking a curb in the process. Well, all I can say is that daggum curb should have just not got up in the way like that. I know. After making contact with the driver, the officer noticed that her eyes were bloodshot and that she slurred her words as she spoke. Maybe that's just her accent, you know? When asked, she admitted to drinking alcohol about an hour before. That's not long enough. <laughs> well, and how much alcohol <laughs> yeah, was it, man? Yeah, that wasn't clarified. Well, I lost track at the first keg, but you know how it is. Sometimes these things go on and on. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. Color of us all shocked here. It's really not what I would expected the story to turn to, really. <laughs> she was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, improper right turn, and DUI. The nerve These of people some people. just must have a lot of disposable income because it's not cheap to get out of a DUI. They must have a lot of disposable brain cells is what I'm thinking <laughs> because they're drinking and driving like this and just going here, there, to and fro and on the curb. Making improper right turns? I tell you what, that's like one of my pet peeves is when I'm riding in a car and I see people and they and the people just go make an improper right turn. I'm guessing she was in the left lane. She was probably right. going the wrong way on the other <laughs> side of the road and decided, well, it's time for a right turn. Later that morning, officers responded to the same motel in reference to a possible theft. While speaking with our team, the victim stated that he had been a passenger in a car with two women when the driver was pulled over and arrested for DUI in the parking lot. <laughs> so this is her friends here, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, he rented a motel room for the three of them to share. When he woke up sometime later, the women were gone, and so was his wallet. Isn't this how Thelma and Louise happened, I think basically? that's what happened. Except they were going to kill the guy, weren't they? I don't remember. 
It's been so long. It seems like I remember them in a hotel room with Brad Pitt, and somebody was going to get offed. I don't know who I don't remember, but yes, I'm sure there was a stolen wallet involved. Well, it makes sense. Maybe I'm thinking of fried green tomatoes. She must have gotten out of jail really quickly if it was later that night. Is that the same storyline, basically? Two women trying to kill somebody? Well, they they killed her abusive husband. Well, wasn't the woman in Thelma and Louise have an abusive husband as well? She did, but it wasn't Brad Pitt. Of course it's not Brad Pitt. I mean, <laughs> come on, Brad Pitt. He's, you know, what was his name? Lestat? Yeah. Or was he Louis? He was Louis. Yeah, he was Louis. Tom, and Tom Cruise, Cruise was, was Lestat. Lestat. Okay, mm-hmm. well, he can't be all bad. On Wednesday, June 28th, 2023, one of our officers was dispatched to a local restaurant in reference to an incident of road rage which had just taken place. While speaking with the officer, the caller stated that he had been driving on Highway 80 when he was cut off by a motorcyclist. This story's starting to sound like some, when you finally do get arrested on Tybee for driving, it's going to be a road rage incident. I just know it will be. The caller further stated that when they stopped for a red light, he told the motorcyclist to slow down and, quote, watch out. In response, the motorcyclist punched the caller in the face. Yep, this is the story that it's going to be you. It's going to be the punch in the face. It's just like people just think you're so sweet, but they just don't know what traffic does. Oh, you does think I it. would do this? Yeah, I'm thinking you would be the motorcyclist punching somebody in the face. <laughs> well, they tell me to slow down. Yeah, I'm going to punch them. No, I be would not. Be careful. I would not. You're right. You wouldn't punch them. You would just give them an evil look. No, wait, that's me. So, of course, the caller retaliated with a strike of his own. Both parties then went their separate ways. Sounds like everything settled to me. Handled know? it. Yeah. Handled it. Mono e mono. Using license plate readers, the officers were able to successfully identify and locate the motorcyclist. While speaking with our team, the motorcyclist told a very similar story and reported that the other driver had likewise struck him in the face. Due to the fact that both men had similar injuries, officers were unable to determine who initiated the physical contact. As such, a report was filed and no further action was taken at this time. Well, it sounds like to me that neither of these people were overly upset. They got out of the car, said their piece, punched each other in the face, as you do, civ- you know, society, civil society. Little, uh, and, rough, and it was resolved. Little I mean, rough Southern justice. Little Western, Southern, Southeastern. Western. We're on the justice. East Coast. Well, we're on the west side of the ocean. It's on the other side of the road. <laughs> okay, it's East Coast. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? I'm kind of positive. We were about in that. North Carolina and you didn't know which direction was north. You didn't ask me which direction was north. I specifically said, look at this phone app I'm using, Crystal. Where's 212 degrees at? On yeah, a you were the one looking at a compass for some reason. I wanted to know the elevation. Where we were, it was oh, yeah. 730 feet above sea level, which means if we were back home, we would be hundreds of feet above Layla and Coffee. Yeah, that was kind of weird to think about. Later that evening, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle without working taillights. As the officer attempted to initiate a traffic stop, the vehicle suddenly switched lanes and accelerated rapidly. Mm. The officer then pursued the vehicle until such time he was able to obtain the license plate number. After reaching speeds of 70 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone, the officer determined that the pursuit was no longer safe and turned off his lights and sirens. Mm. As he continued to watch, the vehicle swerved into oncoming traffic, almost striking another car head-on as it crossed over the Lazaretto Creek Bridge. The Chatham County Police Department was notified of the suspect vehicle, and the incident remains under investigation. Now, this guy had to be up to no good. Or he was just super, super drunk and just well, wasn't Well, that's still, he's straight. up to no good. 
I, uh, well, you've given him the formula for getting away from the police. Just go as fast as well, possible. If the officer had pursued him, he probably would have caused a major wreck. So that's generally what they do. They don't continue these high-speed chases if they feel it's going to endanger right. the general public, which yeah. I guess does make sense because the guy when you're probably going over hit a, a tree bridge. You know, on the other side of the uh, Lazaretto Creek anyway. On Thursday, June 29th, 2023, just after midnight, officers responded to a local hotel in reference to a possible drunk driver who had crashed a golf cart, injuring a couple of children in the process. While speaking with our officers, a woman admitted that she had been driving the golf cart in circles at a high rate of speed when it rolled over, hurting her kids. Both children were treated by emergency medical personnel, and it was noted that one would likely need to be transported to the hospital to receive stitches. During During the course of the investigation, (laughs) the officer found evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the golf cart while under the influence of alcohol. She was then placed under arrest and charged with DUI, less safe, and endangering a child while DUI. Well, I know I can talk about this because nobody died. So what I'm going to say is she probably brought her own golf cart, and it probably had a bumper sticker on it that said, Raise Hell, Praise Dale. (laughs) And she was just, yee-haw, you know, cracking them Miller lights out there for all to see. It just seems like people don't think of golf carts as as being dangerous, but they they really are. They can go very fast. They can. I mean, we've all heard about that bride who was killed on her wedding day. Well, that was because a car hitting a golf cart. But but it's still a very dangerous. It's a motor vehicle. Yeah, so you, you shouldn't be driving them under the influence of I anything, even a golf cart. As a matter of fact, don't come here and drive a golf cart at all. Just let, let, us me, let me do it. <laughs> Later that morning, officers responded to the Tybee Allen Post Office in reference to a dispute between co-workers. During the course of the investigation, officers were informed that one postal employee had become angry and had thrown a package at another. The employee that allegedly slung that special delivery was then sent home by their supervisor. A report was filed, and the post office was advised to follow policies and procedures in regards to the incident. I wonder if they tried to find, like, the most fragile package they could find uh, when they started this altercation. It was probably something like, about I swear, send, ah, Cindy! And he just throws, like, big glass. Wait, at, aren't you waiting on a package that hasn't arrived? I am waiting on a package that hasn't arrived. I bet that's what it was. It's U.S. Postal it's Service. It's probably property of TIPD right now. It's they, probably property of a dumpster. It probably got smashed. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to have know. to deal with what I was needing delivered that is never going to show up now. That evening, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Butler Avenue when he checked a vehicle's speed at 51 miles per hour in the 30-mile-per-hour zone. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that not only was the driver not wearing a seatbelt, but his license was also suspended. He was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly. So he wasn't even drunk. He wasn't. This is, this is shocking. This is the first. Shocking. Like he just if, didn't have a license and didn't wear a seatbelt. If he wasn't speeding, he wouldn't have even gotten caught. So he's just plain he's stupid just an idiot. then. Yeah. He's just stupid. Just an idiot. I mean, not that people wear being a seat drunk belt. are stupid. I mean, but he's just a lower level of dumb. Wear a seatbelt and don't speed. And have a valid driver's license. How hard are those things? They're really not. You expect too much of people, really. I really do. You do. On Friday, June 3rd, 2023, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he spotted a vehicle with a defective tag light. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that not only was the driver's license suspended, but he also had an active warrant through another jurisdiction. He was subsequently placed under arrest for tag light requirements and driving while license suspended before being transported to the Chatham County Detention Center on a non-local warrant. There they go, bringing them out of 
jurisdiction warrants with them, thinking they ain't going to catch up to them, but they do it they every time. They always find you out Every there. time. This is like the end of the road out here. And they literally. Find it, yeah. <laughs> it's literally the end of the road. Later that evening, one of our officers was monitoring traffic along Butler Avenue when he was approached by a man who wished to report his license plate as having been stolen. While speaking with the officer, the man stated that the theft occurred sometime that same day while his vehicle was parked in a yard on Lovell Avenue. A report was filed and the license plate number was entered into the GCIC computer as stolen. That's the street we used to live on. It is. Someone just stole their license plate. Just took it right off the car in the yard. What were they going to do with it? We've already seen that criminals don't feel the need to have a license or a license plate or even sobriety. Well, they'll probably put it on theirs. And so when they get pulled over, this poor guy is going to get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. And then when he finally gets his license back and he's driving around, he'll get pulled over in some county out of here and be like, you do know you're wanted for attempted manslaughter (laughs) and three counts of felony breaking and entering. And he'd be like, I've never even been out of the county. That night, one of our officers was on patrol when he spotted a vehicle traveling down the road without its headlights turned on. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that the driver did not have a license. The officer was also able to smell an odor of marijuana emitting from within. Well, you know, sometimes when you smoke, it makes your eyes all sensitive, you know, and then you 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 forget you you don't have a license. Well, no, you forget you don't have a license. You turn the headlights off, just try to calm down a little bit and keep the head burning. And they get awful bright. Yeah, I bet he was wearing sunglasses. Well, see, that's the solution. Well, first of all, don't drive while you're smoking marijuana, but secondly, have sunglasses on. During the course of the subsequent investigation, officers located a small amount of marijuana and a white powder substance that field tested positive for cocaine. The Mm. driver was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with no driver's license and possession of a controlled substance, cocaine. And this shocks you in what way? Oh, it doesn't. It's ramped up. Cocaine's on the island. We're, we're approaching the 4th of July now. We're on Saturday, July 1st. Ah, so this, these are the people bringing the stuff here. Yeah. On Saturday, July 1st, 2023, one of our officers was monitoring traffic along Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle with a brake light out. After stopping the vehicle, the officer learned that the driver had an active warrant through another jurisdiction. She was then placed under arrest and transported to the Chatham County Detention Center. How much you want to bet Even this the women warrant got warrants. was probably related to some incident at a Walmart somewhere? I'm think? thinking Waffle House. What ended at Waffle yeah, House? Yeah, it starts at Walmart. It started at Walmart, and then the Waffle House, you know, because everybody there's got an outstanding But it's the Walmart on Montgomery Cross. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does that, make that's sense. where it always starts. It's just a good place to get in a fight. That's a good place to really start is. your diet. It Just start a tussle. <laughs> As we a say, ruckus. the dogs do. You know, ruckus, you start a, a rumble, <laughs> even. Tybee Island Police Department officers were on patrol when they were requested to provide backup for Georgia State Patrol. While speaking with our officers, a trooper stated that he had conducted a traffic stop for a seatbelt violation and subsequently discovered both marijuana and a stolen handgun inside of the vehicle. The driver was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with theft by receiving, which is a felony. Really? So what about the marijuana? It's not illegal. Not illegal to I own mean, marijuana. It's not that. It's not criminalized, so you don't get some sort of charge. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's okay then. If it's under a certain amount, I don't think we'll get a criminal charge for it. I'm sure they took it. I'm just assuming that since he it's more, had a gun, yeah, it the, the stolen gun is. is more important. I would say. Probably. And he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Well, I mean, that's just an afterthought <laughs> at this point, really. I think marijuana is decriminalized here. So you don't get like a felony charge or whatever if oh, it's okay. under a certain amount. All right. So that can add that to the list of things we can have in the vehicle. Now. You can't have cocaine. Yeah. 
Well, Leave the cocaine at home. It. Officers were on foot patrol along the Tybee Island Pier when they spotted a man with what appeared to be a large bag of marijuana in his pocket. Further investigation revealed that he was also carrying a it scale. Was in the other pocket. <laughs> the man was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with possession of drug-related objects and possession with intent to distribute. How do you know he wasn't just measuring it out for himself? Well, like, you know it how was you use like a food scale so that you know how many calories you're eating. You want to know how much marijuana you're smoking. How many grams you're using? Actually, I think that would have been fine if they didn't find in his other pocket an entire complete collapsible meth lab. <laughs> you know the type. That you just carry around and when you need to set up in a pinch. Well, I do know people do bring their drug paraphernalia. We found some the other day. Yeah, you found a whole <laughs> box of it the other day. I did. One of our officers was on patrol when he was requested to assist Georgia State Patrol on a traffic stop. While speaking with our officer, the trooper stated that he stopped a vehicle for an expired tag when he noticed a strong odor of marijuana emitting from within. I imagine he phrased it just that way, too. I uh, did notice that there was a large amount of odor emitting from the vehicle. Similar to that of marijuana. <laughs> I would say it's very similar. It could be a skunk. <laughs> It'd be funny if just once there was a skunk riding shotgun, would <laughs> like, oh, no, it's not marijuana, officer. You're completely now, wrong. No, his name is marijuana. Well, but <laughs> yes, his name is so marijuana. Technically, technically, I am transporting. But he's not criminalized. I'm transporting marijuana, and he's sitting on a scale. <laughs> but he's a skunk. <laughs> A subsequent search of the vehicle revealed individually wrapped bags of marijuana, a digital scale, and three firearms. All three occupants were then placed under arrest and charged. I'm just seeing this four skunk getting arrested. <laughs> charged with possession of marijuana with intent to distribute and possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime. <laughs> and then there's the skunk in the scale in the back seat. What did he do? Officers responded to the areas of Byers Road in reference to someone who appeared to have shot themselves. While speaking with our team, a witness stated that he heard a gunshot and then saw a man step out of a nearby vehicle bleeding. The man then paced back and forth for a few moments before throwing a gun into a grass field. After realizing that bystanders had apparently called 911, the man retrieved the firearm, threw it into the back of the truck, and drove away. What the heck? Well, I... Yes, I shot myself, and uh, I guess it hopefully was accidental, and he's fine. I threw it in the grass, and maybe I'm not supposed to own this firearm. Gosh, I hope this poor guy's okay. Me too. This sounds kind of weird. Yeah, maybe he accidentally shot himself. Well, then why would he throw the gun? Because he was scared of it. He's like, "Oh no, somebody heard it. I'll throw it over here so that when the cops come, they won't find it." It must have been stolen. It was probably stolen. I accidentally shot myself with a stolen gun. At least I still got my marijuana. And no license. And no license or license plate, probably. Yeah. That night, officers responded to a local hotel in reference to credit card fraud. While speaking with officers, the victim stated that she was in Colorado and received notification that her credit card had been used to book a room on Tybee Island. During the course of a subsequent investigation, officers were able to track the suspect down at his hotel room and placed him under arrest for both financial transaction card fraud and theft of services. Yeah, this is like a thing going around now. And I also saw like if you're in your hotel room and they someone calls you from the front desk and says that there was a problem with your card, but it's really someone calling in and saying they want to speak to like room 105. And then yeah. they pretend they're from the front desk when you answer and they, they want your card number so they can verify it and all this stuff. I'll verify it for you. You come to my room. Yeah, send the manager to my room. 
and why you there? Bring my marijuana. <laughs> well, that is a service they may provide on the island, depending on which motel you stay in. Yeah. Well, this one said hotel, so okay. probably not. Well, it's probably one of the one of the more fancy ones. Then. Oh yeah, we got some fancy ones. On Sunday, July second, twenty twenty three, officers responded to a store on Tiberisa Street in reference to found property. While speaking with our team. An employee stated that a customer found a handgun on a couch inside the store. They're just falling out all the time. They're everywhere. The weapon was taken into police custody and placed into our evidence room for safekeeping. Our son works at one of those stores, so that's kind of scary. Has he recently lost his handgun? No, unless he took yours. I hope not. No. He actually got moved permanently there for the rest of the summer. Oh, the one right near the house? Yeah. Oh, good for him. He doesn't have to ride a bike anymore. Mm -hmm. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Later that afternoon, officers were on patrol in the area of 15th Street when they spotted a vehicle playing very loud music. I'm already telling you they need to be apprehended. Yes, that's all the charge you need. I don't need anything else. Plant something on them. After approaching the vehicle, officers learned that it did not have insurance and that the driver's license was suspended. He was subsequently placed under arrest and charged accordingly. Let's they could see. just pull someone over for a loud license. music. Well, there's noise ordinances. You can't just I know, do but that. there's so many people driving around with loud music. How are you just going to pick one? They should get all of get them. Get them all. Get them all. On Monday, July 3rd, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a pickup truck driving the wrong way on Inlet Avenue at a high rate of speed. As the officer watched, the truck continued across Butler Avenue onto Tiberisa, failing to yield to oncoming traffic as it went. After stopping the truck, the officer immediately noticed that the driver's eyes were... Glossy, glassy. Glossy. and then Phased he, out. And then he slurred his words as he spoke. When asked, the man admitted to having one four loco <laughs> several hours before. Not buying it, sir. The answer you know is two. what four loco is? What, a beer? Yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. It has a it has a reputation. Uh, is what I'm saying. Okay, must be more than beer. Is it like tequila? No, no, it's an alcoholic beverage. But it's, oh, is it uh, like twisted iced tea? I think it's more like crack cocaine in a can, but it's illegal. Is it that thing that's got six times the amount of caffeine in it? It's supposed to have. I think it is. I'm pretty sure oh, it is. I could that. be totally wrong. I have no I've idea. never drunk one before. Drank one. Drunk I've never. I never have, had one to drink. I have never drunk. <laughs> I have never dropped a drink. <laughs> During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the truck while under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with wrong way on a one-way street, too fast for conditions, and DUI, 0.08 or more. 
Too Fast, Too Furious 27, Tybrisa Bound. That Wrong Way on a One-Way Street is my favorite one for them to get. I hate that when people yeah, do that. especially when they're going extremely fast and not paying any attention to the pedestrians or oncoming traffic. I know. Yesterday, was it yesterday we were driving back and you stopped for a crosswalk, people, and yeah. the car beside you just flew just right through. Just through the intersection. Flew right through while people are walking, and they've got the flashing yellow lights on. I just like, wanted to pull a Barney Fife and do a Citizen's Day Citizen's Arrest. Citizen's Arrest. <laughs> All right, now we're getting to July 4th. Well, that was actually Gomer that was arresting Barney, so you know, I want to make sure everybody knows that I know what I'm talking about. On Tuesday, July 4th, in the early morning hours of July 4th, officers responded to the area of Chatham Avenue in reference to a suspicious person. According to the caller... A man had been spotted walking around a private residence and nearby city parking lot, making animal noises and howling as he went. I'm still not seeing anything weird here. No, that's typical. While checking the area, officers located a group of witnesses on the beach who likewise reported a man howling at the moon. Once again, this is an average day. Shortly thereafter, the man actually located our officers approaching them out of the darkness with a random doorbell camera. In his hand. When asked about the camera, the man told the officers that Jesus had instructed him to pull it off someone's house. Okay, this is a little bit abnormal, but I would say this probably does happen about twice a month. Officers then asked the man to lead them to the residence where he got the camera. Upon arriving at the property in question, the officers noticed that the man had to enter through a gate and walk past a no trespassing sign in order to reach the house. The man was then placed under arrest and charged with criminal trespass and theft by taking. This is the thing that they arrested him for after he's clearly going to turn into a werewolf and hurt people. <laughs> it's like they don't even understand is these things Is there a charge exist. for that? There probably is in like, you know, Romania or something, mm-hmm. but maybe not here. In all seriousness, this man probably needed mental help. I'm and sure he I did. hope that they got him the proper care. That's probably why they didn't do more to him than that. They probably just wanted to get him off the street get him and some help. try to make sure that he's not a danger to himself to or himself, others. Probably more so to himself, honestly. That afternoon, our team responded to a report of a man exposing himself on the beach in front of families. You can't even read most of this. No, one. I am really a bridging this. Is this. Yeah. <laughs> While officers were still en route, they learned that the suspect had since punched a man who followed him during an attempt to flee. As they arrived on scene, the officer spotted the victim bleeding in the street and the suspect with his hands above his head on his knees. Hmm. He knew he did wrong. Apparently. During the course of the subsequent investigation, witnesses provided our officers with photos of the suspect touching himself as his private parts peeked out of his bathing suit on the beach. After placing the suspect under arrest, officers searched a backpack in his possession. During that time, they discovered a jar of marijuana, Mm. a digital scale, and two packs of rolling papers. Yeah. Those items were taken as evidence, and the suspect was charged with public indecency, public drunkenness, possession of drug-related objects, and battery. I thought he was the one that got beat up. Well, he got off easy. If he'd have done that and around the wrong people, then they'd well, they probably did beat him up. curb stomped him. <laughs> they were trying to. Yeah. Well. Yeah, what is wrong with people? Th- this Somebody else with a different kind of mental illness is mm-hmm. all I can figure, because who does stuff like that? Well, he was probably drunk and high, it seems like. Shortly thereafter, officers were dispatched to the area of Strand and 17th in reference to a man threatening people with a gun. Get back to this good old-fashioned crime here. 
it's like we're like all tucked away in our house and everything's quiet. And over here, they got people threatening people with guns. And it's like right not there. Even a block it's one away. street over. It's not even a full block. No, away. it's one street over. Yeah. 17th is right next to us. As they arrived on scene, officers were directed towards the suspect and found that he was not carrying a firearm at the time. Oh, it's okay then. While speaking with our team, the suspect admitted to having been in an argument and stated that he was walking to the beach in order to, quote, cool off. Mm. During the course of the conversation, officers noted that the suspect appeared to be under the influence of alcohol and or illicit substances. At or around that same time, a large group of witnesses reaffirmed that the suspect had been in the wrong during the argument and had been threatening other people. He was then placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct and public drunkenness. At one point during the investigation, a witness pointed out which car the suspect had arrived in. An officer spotted a gun lying on the back passenger seat. Oh, he lied. He lied. It's almost as if he thought it would not be in his best interest to tell the truth. After obtaining access to the vehicle, officers took the weapon as evidence and cleared the scene. Mm. And see, the 4th of July was just so action-packed that apparently there was a continuation on that day in the story, right? Yeah, it keeps going. That evening, officers responded to the parking lot of a local motel in reference to a vehicle which had backed into another car repeatedly. What motel were you at when this happened? <laughs> it wouldn't get out of the way. While speaking with the driver, an officer noticed that her eyes were bloodshot. Uh-huh, uh, it wasn't eyes. me. Uh-huh. And that she slurred her words as she spoke. Employees of the motel also came forward and stated that they saw the woman drinking alcohol earlier in the day. Is there anyone on this island who hasn't been drinking alcohol all day? No. One. There's not one unless it's a child. And even that's not a guarantee. No. (laughs) I can't say that I can vouch for that. No. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence at the time of the crash. She was then placed under arrest and charged with DUI less safe. While conducting an inventory of the vehicle, officers found a cup containing an alcoholic drink, a small amount of marijuana, a grinder, and three pipes used to smoke illegal substances. But to be fair, all three of them said live, laugh, learn <laughs> on them, so I guess it made it okay. It did. Those items were taken as evidence, and the woman received additional charges of open container and possession of drug-related objects. At or around that same time, a separate group of officers were in the area of 14th and Butler when they discovered a man urinating behind a truck. As officers moved to place the man under arrest, he began to briefly resist before being placed in handcuffs. At the same time, the man's sister continuously interfered with his arrest, including coming dangerously close to officers after being instructed several times to back up. As a result, she was also placed under arrest. The man, who chose to pee in public, was charged with public indecency, public drunkenness, disorderly conduct, and obstruction, while his sister received a single charge of obstruction. Now, I've been in Savannah before, and I saw like five guys lined up outside a bar peeing. I didn't know that was illegal. Well, you know what they say. I just assumed that was a thing. Our good friend, we were at a bar the other night with him, and uh, he came out and talked to us. Don't tell the line. I'm going to use that in my book. Well, then I'm not going to say it. Yeah, you got to stay tuned. You got to have to. Oh, she's writing. You'll a book, have to read by my book way. if you want to yeah. hear his great line. It should have the first draft done by the end of the year. And these characters will be like based on some of the people we know. Like they'll be like meshed together. Well, see, now when they listen to it, these people are going to know who we're talking about if they listen to our podcast. Well, they do know some of them. 
<laughs> not all well, of them. It turns out it's New York Times bestseller. If you think it's about you, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Just before 11 p.m., officers responded to a residence on 13th Street in reference to a noise complaint. As officers arrived on scene, a crowd of approximately 200 teenagers suddenly decided that it was time to leave. The juveniles are back. And they're 12 now. I knew they Wait, were coming. Wait, they were 13, I guess. I knew, they're teenagers. I knew they'd be back. They were coming. 200, 200 of them in one house. Oh, my goodness. We don't have a house here that's big enough to hold 200 people. There is no house that big. This is crazy. I didn't think they would come back. But see, knowing that they came back gives me hope that the woman we talked about several weeks ago that was over from the at campground? the uh, campground yes. might show back up, too. She'll be back. But she'll have, like, sisters with her or something because, you know, <laughs> apparently they grow. So, yeah, like, last time there was only, like, 40 or 50 juveniles, right? Now we got 200. 200 juveniles. They brought their friends. It, they brought a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> the man who leased the residence was cited for the noise violation. An officer stood by on scene while he and his party were evicted by the rental company responsible for the property. They scattered like cockroaches, I say. It was like a sea of children. <laughs> On Thursday, July 6th, officers responded to a local condominium complex in reference to someone acting in a disorderly manner at the pool. While speaking with officers, a witness stated that a man had approached her and others, stating that he was going to, quote, cut the head off his wife, and claiming that he could, quote, kill them in a quick second without anyone knowing. The suspect also reportedly made sexual advances towards one witness and pointed finger pistols at others before leaving the scene. Officers checked the area, but were unable to locate anyone matching the description above. How does that make you feel? Frightened. The finger pistols part got me. I mean, I didn't know if that meant like he's aiming it at him like he's going to shoot him or if he's like. Uh, and just sort I think of it faded. was menacing. Menacing. Yeah. Wow. Maybe this is another guy that needs to get checked out. Later that day, officers responded to the area of Strand Avenue in reference to a vehicle driving on the sidewalk and crashing into several objects in the area. Upon their arrival, officers found the vehicle stuck on the rear trailer hitch of a pickup. Well, as you this do. This sounds like uh, one of Roy Swindell's songs. Yeah. Well, no, his sort is of. far, far worse. <laughs> Similar. As the driver exited the vehicle, she almost fell. I saw that one coming. And officers noticed that her breasts were exposed. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. They would stay that way for some time, despite officers <laughs> instructing her several times to cover herself by adjusting her shirt. Oh, my. Ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to cover your bosom, please. <laughs> While speaking with our team, witnesses stated that the vehicle had driven over a parking bumper onto the sidewalk striking a lamppost and garbage can before getting stuck on the trailer hitch of the truck. The witnesses further stated that the woman had attempted to flee the scene, but had been unable to get the vehicle free. Well, I hit everything on the street. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, there's nothing to see here. During the course of the subsequent investigation, officers found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. What really? gave you the first guess, really? I'm wondering. She was then placed under arrest and charged with reckless driving. Driver to yield sidewalk. <laughs> Haven't heard that one before. Duty upon striking fixed object. Duty upon striking unattended vehicles. Public indecency. And DUI. That was a That was a, a whole lot. situation going on there. That's crazy. <laughs> on Friday, July 7th, 2023... One of our officers was monitoring traffic on Highway 80 when he checked a vehicle speed at 50 miles per hour in the 35 mile per hour zone after stopping the vehicle. 
the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. She was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly. We just got to get these woman drivers off the hobby. <laughs> they're what dangerous. It, is, I guess. it seems like dangerous it's, they're taking week. over the block. They are taking it over. I guess if you're brave enough to drive without a license or a suspended license, you just don't have any regard for the speed limit. Why would I just you? pretend like I do. And you I have a valid pretend. license. You do pretend. Yes, I do. On Saturday, July 8th, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver's eyes were watery. Mm-hmm. When asked, the driver stated that he did not have a license and admitted to having three. Oh, see, there he said three. It's supposed to be two alcoholic beverages that evening. I wonder how he said that to the officer. I wonder if he tried to slide in the alcohol and bypass the license. He'd be like, yeah, I don't have a license. And I did only have three. <laughs> they uh, told me three. Oh, wait, locos. no, they said two. No, too. I should have been listening to the podcast. Quick, let me what get a trash say? can, a parking lot bumper, a lamp post, and then get stuck on a trailer hitch. With chrome. Yes. <laughs> Turn the, I can't say anything else. No. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane. Failure to exercise due care, no driver's license, and DUI. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, It just makes sense. These people. One of our officers was on patrol when he spotted a vehicle driving the wrong way on Tabrisa Street. I hope they threw the book at him. him. Bury him under the jail. (laughs) After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver's eyes were bloodshot and then he slurred his words as he spoke. While standing outside of the vehicle, the officer also smelled an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within. Mm -hmm. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence. He was then placed under arrest and charged with wrong way on a one-way and DUI less safe. The passenger in the vehicle was also arrested due to the fact that he was also drunk and under the age of 21. That might have been one, one of them, them kids one from of them that party. Juveniles, rogue them. juveniles. When they scattered, they just went and found the closest <laughs> unlicensed <laughs> driver they could get <laughs> yeah. in with. Excuse me, sir. Do you have any warrants? Do you have Can a license? Yeah. Can I get in? <laughs> Are you gonna hit a lamppost? Do you have a stolen firearm? Can, All these things have to be checked. All can these boxes. we commit a felony <laughs> or six? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're doing it <laughs> on Sunday, July 9th. While on patrol, one of our officers spotted a woman approaching a crosswalk signal at Butler and 14th Street. As the woman attempted to push the button, she suddenly fell, striking the pole with her body instead. This is my favorite story. As the officer walked over to check on her, he noticed that she seemed unable to stand and that there was a strong odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from her breath when she spoke. Now see, so far... Just typical. She's not doing anything completely wrong here. Yeah, no, no. Because I was like, yet. why would he arrest her? And but then, there's more but then, sentences. But then, then. The story continues. <laughs> he tries to be nice. When offered a taxi, the woman told the officer to F off and expressed her belief that Tybee residents shouldn't be arrested. Well, I do stand in solidarity with her on that one. If they're me. <laughs> she then saluted the officer for all of his efforts using only her middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Beverly Hills way of saying howdy. Realizing that the woman was too intoxicated to accept help, he placed her under arrest for disorderly conduct. Now, I know that we have to know this person. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a few. sort of get a good hunch based off of yeah, where they were. I have a couple ideas. 
But if you're listening and it is you, we want to hear your side of the story. Please come on the blog. Tell us what really happened. You mean on the podcast? Yes. Come on the we pod. We don't have a blog. <laughs> we do have one. I just need to write the dang thing. You're never going to write come a Come on the podcast and give your side of the story. I would love to hear this. Yeah. We should actually do the opposite. We should go to bars, collect stories. I told you this. And get their view that's what I'm saying. These situations that happen, and maybe how what many they times think. have we been in the bar when the police come in? Practically every time we've every been to a bar. Every night that we've been to a bar, they're not always there to arrest people. Sometimes they come in to drink. They come in looking for <laughs> no. Well, sometimes no, they come in to play no, drums no with the tab, band. I've not seen a tabby no, officer come drink. They're ever. not drinking. I've but never. I have seen them stop and play drums with your band. So. I have played drums with a, a an on duty active police officer who was there in the capacity. But to he's also rock keeping out. an eye on the place. Yeah, he did so. a fine job, and he's a good drummer too. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed playing with so, him. Yeah, but I'd like to see it from their point of view as well. I would as well. Because I often see, you know, a lot of you always interactions. See, you see the low life side of things. I do. <laughs> you spend a lot of time there. That's That, that much is true. But that is true. And we need to be on the light side of the force is yes. what I'm saying. But in all seriousness, people don't drink and drive on your vacations anywhere. Not just here, but everywhere. Everywhere, but it's dangerous. And have a license. And luckily here, you're probably most likely... We don't have a lot of fatal accidents, right, you know. Not right on, on the, the island. But it's real easy to do with people crossing. I mean, even if you're yeah. driving 35 miles an hour and you got all these crosswalks, just walk. Call Breezy. Be safe. $5. Call Breezy. $5 is all it takes. And the and island's only mile. three miles. You could walk. You could walk pretty much where you need to be. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Tune in next time when I'm sure some other ridiculous stuff that's going to involve handguns and maybe and hand odors, grenades. Odors emitting from everywhere. I'm pulling for hand grenades. We haven't had a story with those Oh, yet. that would be catastrophic. I don't mean people blowing up. I just mean hand grenades being involved. It'd be like, oh, there's a box of hand grenades in the back of the, the U-Haul truck. And the scale to weigh them on. Of course. <laughs> and that little skunk, marijuana. <laughs> Mary Joe Mary Wanna. Joe Wanna. Mary Joe Wanna. <laughs> credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 